0: Week 6 of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for Week 7. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 7, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DK Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to earn a sign up bonus of up to $1000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. DNVR is the code you use. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet from live betting to betting on your favorite players, they do it all. You should check it out. DraftKings is safe. It's reliable. DraftKings is safe, reliable, secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. You can bet on UFC 254 or by taking action on any baseball championship games happening soon. You like baseball? You can bet on baseball, too. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to get up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older. Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500 Deposit bonus requires a 25-time playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I'm Brandon. Thank God you can't see all of the things I've done in front of this camera. Perna. I've never gotten got like CNN lawyer Jeffrey Tubin, who unpacked his lube and whipped out his tube over Zoom during a meeting with a bunch of colleagues. This was the reason Zoom Dick was trending on Twitter yesterday, and it's why Mina Kimes is still my favorite football talker at ESPN. She covertly tweets this during the Cardinals' dismantling of the Cowboys. Not that Dallas was ever mantled this season. But she tweeted... Cowboy's D getting exposed by Kyler Murray's Zoom. <laughs> Give her the Emmy now. You know it's bad when even O.J. Simpson is making fun of you on Twitter. Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. At least Pee Wee Herman was in a X-rated movie theater. I'm just saying. Tubin actually wrote about O.J. and the trial back in the day, so this shit is extra hilarious. Anyway, football, is uh, going to start for the Dolphins after the bye. The Chiefs are good again, and Dallas is the only team who can have their asses handed to them in primetime football and still be in first place in their division. And speaking of division, what on earth did Troy Aikman say to enrage so many people? That's good sports. Now, please tag me on Twitter, at Brandon Perna, if you see any headlines that read, Tunga by Aloha, Tua Start. Whoever writes that needs my respect. I'm just saying. Now, the end of Fitzmagic in Miami is near, and it comes with a bizarre, uh, timing. Timing is the word I was searching for. Ryan Fitzpatrick had won two straight games for the Dolphins and thrown six touchdown passes combined in their wins over the 49ers and Jets. The Dolphins were beating the Jets so badly that they put Tua in late in the fourth quarter and it turns out they're just going to keep him there. Fitzmagic lost his job because he was playing too well. So just one game out of the lead in the AFC East and the Dolphins are banking on a rookie quarterback when their vet was playing his best football of the season? I know they're going to have to start Tua and he's their future, not Ryan Fitzpatrick, but the timing is strange to me. I mean, if you're gonna start Tua, you start him against the GD Jets. That's how you build a young QB's confidence. In terms of race relations though, does this make up for the Dwayne Haskins benching? I'm too white to answer that, but I can say this is a very high T move, high testosterone move for the dolphins. Maybe they just looked high T next to the zero T jets, or should I call them the Jess? Or the Estra Jets? Regardless, the dolphins caught a T wave on Sunday. Ryan Fitzpatrick is always sweating tea out of his pores. Legend has it, if a woman picks up a sweaty Fitzpatrick jersey, she has a 60% chance of becoming pregnant. His high tea, though, it cost him his job. It's why he was so cocksure. Cocksure enough to hype up his rookie backup who might have twice as much tea into a tongue of Tungavailoa. Now, the starter. Oh, R- Ryan's okay with Tua going in? Oh, let's just go ahead and start Tua from now on. I know I just called the Dolphins high tee, but I think the decision to start Tua against the Rams is a very low tee decision. Alex Smith was forced to jump back into the game against the Rams and Aaron Donald. He was sacked like six times. That's the defense you want Tua to make his debut against? At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. All right, we did have a Monday night afternoon doubleheader. First it was the Chiefs and Bills, and here are my takeaways. The Chiefs defense is really good. And maybe the Bills defense is average at best. And I don't care what anyone named Fad says about it on Twitter. Thad is defending Buffalo's defensive performance, saying the offense screwed the Bills because giving up 225 passing yards and two passing touchdowns to Patrick Mahomes is all you need to do to beat the Chiefs. (laughs) Oh, Thad. They gave up 245 rushing yards. I know Buffalo was without Matt Milano, and I'm not sure how healthy Trey White was, but the difference in Monday afternoon's game was the Chiefs defense making Josh Allen look bad with just 122 passing yards on the day, and also holding Buffalo to just 84 rushing yards total. Both defensive units played very well in the first half. It was a 13-10 game after 30 minutes, but one had to give. And just like against the Titans, it was the Bills who let Clyde the Astro Glide finish the game with 161 rushing yards. Meanwhile, the Bills' leading rusher was Josh Allen with 42 and a reminder as to why I thought Le'Veon Bell might be a good fit in Buffalo, not Kansas City. What the fuck do the Chiefs need Le'Veon Bell for if they just cranked out 245 rushing yards against the Bills? Is Brett Veach just trying to flex on all of us with his money balls? What I really noticed though, is that when Patrick Mahomes is not playing perfect, it's technically never his fault. And when Josh Allen doesn't play well, it's because he's a trash quarterback and anyone who thinks he's actually good is stupid. Do credit the Chiefs' defense for putting the clamps on Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, and most impressively, the two-headed monster that is Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham this season. If the Chiefs have one weakness, it might be uh, kicking extra points. And don't jump off of the Bills' bandwagon just yet. No, 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 climb. Climb to the top of a motorhome and plunge through a folding table right back into Bill's Mafia, the Bill's Mafia hype fire. Buffalo literally just played the two uh, maybe best teams in the AFC, two of the top three in back-to-back weeks in the Titans and Chiefs. What this means is Buffalo currently isn't quite good enough to win the AFC championship game, but I think they're still good. The Chiefs, even with 245 rushing yards, only won by nine points, and the most impressive play in the entire game may have been this throw Josh Allen made to Stephon Diggs that Diggs could not catch, because them balls is slippery. That's why Josh Allen is actually still good. He's as close to Brett Favre as any quarterback we've had since Wranglers finally retired. If Diggs makes that catch and Buffalo hits a long field goal right before halftime, maybe they win this game. Two plays away, basically, from beating a very good Chiefs team on a night where the Bills did more bad than good. Plus, the last Bills win was against the Raiders, who just beat the Chiefs. Buffalo gets the Jets next, so maybe they can resume their high-T status. Right now, they are moderate-T, who have been beaten by two high-T teams. The Bills started perfect, but just in the last six days have taken a big number-two over their record. The Chiefs didn't mind a waff, but the wet-ass football proved to be huge, a huge problem for Josh Allen and the Buffalo offense. Now, you may have noticed uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck trending on Twitter, and it's because people are asking, is Troy Aikman a progressive, or was he just trolling Joe Buck? The two Fox announcers got caught on a hot mic criticizing taxpayer money being spent on jet fuel for flyovers during a pandemic. That's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. And that is how you piss off a lot of conservatives, Troy. For some reason, I had a hard time picturing Troy Aikman voting Democrat before this. I don't know why. Also, I've never seen any political candidate threaten to take away pregame flyovers. It has literally never been mentioned once. Ever. And I think these are scheduled into regular military training exercises, so we do pay for it no matter what, but it's not like taxpayers are paying extra for the flyovers fact-checked. That's a lot of jet fuel just to do a little flyover. That's your hard-earned money and your tax dollars at work. That stuff ain't happening with Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that right now, partner. But I think it is absolutely fair to say that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are the greatest threats to our democracy in a booth since John Wilkes. Next thing you know, Aikman and Buck probably going to get Top Gun 2 canceled with their liberal propaganda. Vote Kanye, people. Cardinals versus Dallas Dalton's takeaways. Nothing I could say about this game would be more effective than simply showing you this video from the ESPN broadcast of the game. I think this video also represents all of the ass-kissing Troy Aikman is going to have to do to convince Texas he's still a Republican. The most interesting thing we learned from this game was that tiny Kyler Murray became the first quarterback to ever yell at big DeAndre Hopkins. Murray, Let's see if Murray yells at Hopkins. DeAndre told us him yesterday, he said for the first time in his eight years in the league he had a quarterback yell at him. Anyway, Zeke the Freak fumbled a couple times. I think they were on consecutive carries. Andy Dalton wasn't even good enough to be called the red rider BB gun. Hell, I wouldn't even honor him with... Red Nerf Gun, maybe Beaumont Adams, because we all know that is a girl's gun. Boom, office reference. And maybe my biggest takeaway was that the Cowboys caught zero breaks in this game. It wasn't just that they were playing bad, it was also that nothing went their way. It was like literally everything went against them in an instant. Like when you criticize our troops, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Arizona had an interception that would have been called defensive pass interference in any other game outside of New Orleans. Andy Dalton threw the ball 54 times for just 266 yards, one touchdown, and two picks. Basically, we learned just how ridiculous the Dak Prescott detractors are. The dude was carrying this fucking team, and with a defense allowing no less than 34 points in every game this season, should be given two contracts by Jerry Jones once he gets healthy. The Cowboys defense looks worse than this new mugshot of Bill Cosby. I do credit Mike McCarthy for believing he could insert Andy Dalton and throw the ball 54 times and score more than 10 points. Classic Mike McCarthy coaching. Change nothing and expect different results with a different quarterback. If Dak Prescott did watch this game from home, he should see more clearly than ever it is time to leave Dallas for greener pastures. The Cowboys are lucky that even as a low-T team, They're also in the lowest T division in the NFC East. Dallas lost 97% of its T when Dak got hurt, and Andy Dalton's T levels wouldn't even show up if he had three testicles. Dallas, after getting throttled by the Cardinals 38-10, are still in first place in the NFC East with their two wins. And my dream, my dream of seeing a 5-11 playoff team is more real than the threats to democracy posed by Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I mean the Giants, Washington, the Eagles, and the Cowboys have combined for five wins this season. That's the same amount of wins the Chiefs, Steelers, Titans, Seahawks, and Bears all have on their own. I've never seen an entire division so in need of a testosterone injection in my life. I'm just saying. And thank you for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please make sure you watch the best and worst of NFL Sunday. It drops every single Monday here on That's Good Sports, and it's... My favorite episode we do every week. Week 6 of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for Week 7. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 7, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DK Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to earn a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. DNVR is the code you use. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. You should check it out. DraftKings is safe. It's reliable. DraftKings is safe, reliable, secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. You can bet on UFC 254 or by taking action on any baseball championship games happening soon. You like baseball? You can bet on baseball too! Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to get up to $1,000 that's code DNVR, to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older, Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25-time playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.